Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Longhorns, your daily number one source for all things Texas athletics, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Jonathan Davis, the voice of University of Texas football and basketball. Thank you, as always, for making Locked On Longhorns your first listen of the day. For my audio listeners, make sure you're subscribed on YouTube for exclusive content and to put a face behind the voice of your favorite podcast. Make sure you like us, rate us, review us, give us five stars. Anything less than that, I have to believe you're not listening hard enough. For my video watchers on YouTube, I know what you're thinking, John. I see you in the hotel. Where you at? I'm in Laredo, Texas. I know that's random. I'm down in the valley in Laredo, Texas. If you're from Laredo, you've been to Laredo, let me know where the vibe's at. Let me know where to go. Let me know what to do. All I've heard about is Taco Palenque. I've had it before. So just let me know where to go. Let me know what to do. Once again, if you're from Laredo, been in Laredo, I'm out here in the city. You know, just just keep me posted. But that's not why we're here today. We're here for a special bonus edition of Locked On Longhorns. Here to talk about a former Texas Longhorns quarterback who could get his chance to shine this year in the NFL. So we saw some breaking news today. Indianapolis Colts quarterback Carson Wentz was traded to the Washington Commanders. I'm going to have to get used to that. They've had three names in three years now. So I'm going to have to get used to Washington Commanders. But Carson Wentz was traded to them for some second and third round picks, which leaves former Texas Longhorns quarterback Sam Ellinger number one on the Indianapolis Colts death chart currently. Now, we know that they're going to look at some other options uh, for quarterback, We've for starting quarterbacks. We've heard uh, today that they're looking at Jimmy G, potentially the San Francisco 49ers quarterback, who is likely on the move after they moved up to get Trey Lance. I was about to say Jordan Love. Trey Lance in the draft last year. They're also interested in Jordan Love, who they were looking at in the draft when the Packers moved up to get him to replace Aaron Rodgers. And all Aaron Rodgers has done since then has went two MVPs and signed. He said it wasn't four years, 200 million. Well, we know it's a lot of money that he signed for. So that's looking like one of the worst draft picks. They're interested in those two quarterbacks. But I think if they either one of those might be an upgrade over Sam Ellinger, maybe somebody like Jameis Winston, even though he's coming off a torn ACL, we've seen what he's been able to do in the NFL. I think that may be an upgrade over Sam Ellinger. But any other quarterback, you know, you're bringing in steady Teddy, Teddy Two Gloves, Teddy Bridgewater. I don't think he really elevates the ceiling of your football team. Uh, you bring in, you know, like a Jacoby Brissett or somebody like that to start. I, I don't think that he does much for your football team either. So if you can't get, you know, your pick of Jimmy G, Jameis Winston, or Jordan Love, the three J's, you know, then I think you go with Sam Ellinger, the former starting quarterback for the Texas Longhorns. Once again, he's currently number one on the depth chart for the Indianapolis Colts. And we saw that they uh, got rid of Carson Wentz. And the reasons that they cited for getting rid of Carson Wentz was one, he didn't show the leadership that they desired. And, you know, of course you're going to want leadership from your QB one, your starting quarterback, especially when you're making close to $30 million. You want him to come in and galvanize that football team, lead that football team. And the Indianapolis Colts did not feel like they got that from Carson Wentz in his one year in Indianapolis. The second thing was they felt like he was resistant to coaching. He didn't want to be coached. And you can't have a leader of your football team or somebody who's supposed to be a leader. You can't have be your quarterback. You can't have somebody who's in the media because kind of the face of the football team, whether he wants to be or not, resistant 
to coaching. That leaves a bad taste in everybody's mouth, and it has a bad effect on the rest of the players on the football team because if your quarterback is out here saying, I don't want to be coached, then what does that do to the 53rd man on the roster? He probably doesn't want to be coached either because it's like, look, Carson Wentz don't want to be coached. So it left a bad taste in everybody's mouth. And, of course, the erratic play, which we've largely seen since 2017 with Carson Wentz, of course he gives you the plays where you're like, oh, my God, I see why he was the second pick in the draft. And then he makes those plays where it's like, oh, my God, I see why he's been traded twice <laughs> in five years. And so I think like a player like Sam Ellinger, we know what type of leader he is leading Texas to their first 10-win season since 2009, since the Colt McCoy era while he was at the University of Texas under Tom Herman. We saw the way um, that the team kind of rallied around him, and we know that he was a hell of a leader at the University of Texas for the Longhorns football team. We saw him after he beat Georgia in the bowl game screaming, we're back, and now we might actually be back. We weren't back when he said it. You know, we might actually be back now. I think Sam Ellinger definitely is a player that wants to be coached, wants to get better every day, and wants to come in the facility and not only be better for himself, but be better for the players around him and elevate them uh, just as a leader and somebody that's going to come in and work hard and, and be a role model, you know, be somebody that those players not necessarily can look up to because they're grown men, but can look at somebody and say, okay, he's coming in and he's the first one in, the last one out. That's the type of attitude and energy I want to bring to the football team as well. And then, of course, he's not as talented as Carson Wentz. You know, coming out of college, he didn't even really project well as an NFL quarterback, but he was able to work his way up to being second string on that depth chart. And now with Carson Wentz gone, he, you know, likely could be the starter. And so he just has the intangibles. Chris Ballard, the GM of the Indianapolis Colts, and Carson, I mean, and Frank Reich, the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts are both on record saying that he just kind of has that it factor, right? You know, it's not something that you can necessarily write down on paper. It's not something you could point to and say, hey, he has a cannon for an arm or say he's extremely accurate or anything like that. But he just has that it factor and he has the ability to make plays. And so I think he has a realistic chance to come in and be the starting quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts this year. And what I really like for a team like the Indianapolis Colts is this is a team where Sam Ellinger wouldn't have to come in and do too much. They have an outstanding defense led by all pro linebacker and Darius Leonard, also all pro defensive tackle and DeForest Buckner. So they can win games on the defensive end. They have a hell of an offensive line with all pro offensive lineman, Quentin Nelson, one of the best young players in the NFL, one of the best offensive linemen in the NFL, maybe the best running back in the national football league outside of Derrick Henry and Jonathan Taylor. We saw what he was able to do last year. So you can just turn around and hand the ball off to him. Also like Naheem Hines behind him as a change of pace running back. And you have receivers on the outside like Michael Pittman and potentially T.Y. Hilton if he does not retire. So he doesn't have to really do a whole bunch. He doesn't have to come in and be Patrick Mahomes or be Josh Allen. He can turn around, hand the ball off to Jonathan Taylor, and then, you know, exploit matchups off of that play action and just make easy plays that way, especially when you have a coach um, that is so great at designing offenses like Frank Reich and, you know, has, has a track record of, you know, being a quarterback whisperer and developing quarterbacks. So once again, I look at some quarterbacks like Jimmy G. I think Jimmy G, just because he has a, 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 proven, a proven track record in the NFL as being a winning quarterback, whether it was, you know, coming in in relief for Tom Brady or his record with the San Francisco 49ers and conversely their record when he wasn't on the field, I think that would be an upgrade. We've seen what Jameis Winston is able to do, the arm talent he has. I think that would be an upgrade. 
Jordan Love, just at the talent he had. I mean, this was a first-round pick. Maybe he come in and you can have a, a quarterback battle between those two. But outside of that, I think Sam Ellinger has a realistic chance to be the starting quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts this year. Once again, Chris Ballard is on record saying he has that it factor. Frank Reich is on record saying he has that it factor. And this is a quarterback that came in and probably wasn't, you know, had a uh, there was in doubt whether he would even make the roster. And he worked his way up all the way to second on the depth chart. And the game where uh, Carson Wentz, I think he either had COVID. Uh, I think it was COVID where he was in, in danger of missing a game. They were ready. They were prepared for Sam Ellinger to go out there and start. And they were very comfortable and confident in his ability to go out there and start and win games where they kind of had to, to continue to win and make sure they were in the playoffs. And we saw Carson Wentz and his football team ultimately fold losing to Jacksonville in the last week of the season and a win and in scenario. So once again, Sam Ellinger has a realistic chance to be the starting quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts this year. And how poetic would it be if in the year that Texas football comes back? Yes, I've said it on the podcast. This is not hyperbole. This is fact, not fiction. Texas football is back with Quinn Ewers under center. Sark's number five recruiting class in the country. His second year, the transfers he's brought in and Isaiah Nair, Jalila Billingsley, Ryan Watts, and of course, the golden boy with the mullet number three on your Texas Longhorns football team, Quinn Ewers. If Texas Longhorns football is back and the player that deemed that Texas Longhorns football was back in his time at the University of Texas, Sam Ellinger is back under center for the Indianapolis Colts this year. I can see it happening. If you can, let me know in the comments. And thank you for tapping into a special edition Bonus coverage, bonus content on Locked On Longhorns, your daily number one source for all things Texas athletics, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much for the support, Longhorn Nation. We're growing every day, and I cannot do this without y'all. I am not doing this without y'all. This is a wee thing, so thank y'all so much for the support. Uh, I'm just so excited to be able to bring y'all content every day and be the voice of University of Texas football and basketball. March Madness is here. I know y'all been watching the tournament games. We've seen some crazy buzzer beaters already. Get ready to make your bracket at runyourpool.com. You need to do your bracket at Run Your Pool because I'm doing my bracket at runyourpool.com. And if you trust me for Texas Longhorns insight, if you trust me for Texas Longhorns coverage, then trust me when I say that runyourpool.com is the best place to run your bracket as well. As always, Longhorn Nation, peace.